great. You have to do this the week I'm editing. Like, I hope that gets cut out. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, have fun editing. <laughs> Bitch. Wow. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hola, mamacitas. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, ciao. Gracias por venir. Me llamo Seth. Como te llama? <laughs> um, Jamal's here. <laughs> <laughs> Me llamo Stony. <laughs> Hola, mis amigos. Welcome. <laughs> Good job, Miss Cuckoo. Hola, mis amores. Welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast in all the world. We <laughs> thought we'd uh, throw it, you know, to you, Latin, uh, your Spanish-speaking people, and you know, just to fe- make you guys feel more welcome to the podcast since we talk in English every week. Uh, you're so thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, isn't it like Day of the Dead soon? Yeah, November 1st, girl, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, so happy Day of the Dead. Come people. on, education. Yes, culture. girl. Make nice. our mole and get our ofrendas on the uh, stand. <laughs> yeah, I watch Coco. no he didn't oh gosh well this week uh we were back to talk to you about episode five of rupaul's drag race of course but before we get into that jamal and stoney how has your week been (laughs) um we've had a very long week We've had some just unexpected kind of repairs pop up with the house. Nothing extreme, but maybe a little extreme, but <laughs> we're here. We're breathing. We're alive. Yes. It's fine. Our giant willow tree is being cut out of our yard tomorrow. It's yeah, cool. girl. <laughs> we don't have no more space for weeping willows here. No, she's, um. well, it's part of the risk of moving to an older neighborhood, so there's updates that will eventually need to be done, but um, yeah, we're dealing with some a little sooner than planned, but hey, we're, we got through it, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Stoney? Um, it's been good, just a little bit busy at work, so it's been a lot, like, dealing with the house and also, like, yeah, some added work. stress to work, so... I don't know. I'm ready to like relax a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Pop your uh, w- your white claw open and just kick back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just unpack some more boxes. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to like have to hook up some like white claw in my veins or something. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> a steady drip of white claw. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll install like a white claw station down here in this basement. Oh, my God. You Ooh. should. Uh, Get like some <laughs> like get like um the kegs of like all the different flavors and you can put them on tap and stuff like that. Hey White Claw, if you're listening, how about you sponsor us and we can talk all about that idea. Right. Cause I have been to bars and I've only seen truly on tap. So like maybe White Claw can like get in the game if we if they sponsor us. 
we're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um well for me, my week has been also pretty good. Um I am going out of town this weekend to visit my parents. I'll talk to you more about that on the next pod. So uh the next time you hear us in the recap, I will be in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Hi, parents in advance. Yes. So uh, last week, though, I had a really fun time. If you've been following our socials, you saw that I went to go see two Dragula queens and uh, a a nice set of local queens, too. (laughs) (laughs) Come through Um, Seattle. Yes. Mad props to one of my favorite new local queens, Bosco because um they did a cool little mermaid number where they were like this like monster deep sea fish and it was like sweet and then scary (laughs) per usual your instagram clips were legendary yes girl so i like shout outs to bosco um shout out to kitty glitter because um she performs with her ass out like every number (laughs) and i was like i don't know this is such like a mind fuck because like i'm also bearded queen too so there's that added into it but um but yeah i don't know i was like damn that booty is popping layers we like layers yes girl um but the two dragula queens that i saw were yoska from this most recent season three of dragula and I also saw Abora from season two of Dragula. Yes. I the- still need to watch season two. I Season three was the first uh, season that I watched in full. I think so. I think that you're really going to like season two because it is like so dramatic, like from the very beginning, like from oh the gosh. first like anything that they're all like in their little boudoir it is so dramatic and it is completely dramatic the whole time so you're gonna like that aspect of it i can't wait so should i actually had started season one episode one should i just go to season two next instead yeah just start with season two like i mean obviously go back and watch season one but season two is where it like really picks up and like you can it really becomes like in its own Okay, Ooh, I'm watching season watch two then. Tonight. I still need to watch the season three finale, but I got spoiled on Twitter. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> I wanted to congratulate the winning queen, but then I was like, damn, maybe I shouldn't ruin it for Stoney. <laughs> he ruins it for himself I mean, all the time. I, I don't, don't know how he does this, listeners. I don't want to, to ruin it for Jamal, so we don't have to say it. But I okay. mean, I'll still watch if you want to talk about it. I don't care. Well, I don't I don't want to go into too many details other than just to thank Landon Sider for or not thank her, but like congratulate her for winning because it's the first drag king to win a drag competition show. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal and badass and well-deserved. Landon just slayed the entire season. And it's not really that much of a surprise, honestly, if either no. two of the other people <laughs> won, I would have been like so annoyed. <laughs> Like my order, like of the top three, the people I wanted to win first, I wanted Landon Sider to win. My second choice would have been Dahlia. And then third was Priscilla, which I don't even know how Priscilla got in the top three, but whatever. I would agree with that lineup as well. I 100% agree. Yeah. Also, <laughs> apparently Priscilla is 22 years old. And I was like, really? <laughs> well, that's what those drugs will do. They just suck all the moisturizer right out of you. Put twenty years on you. Yeah, girl, a little dabble do ya. Whew. 
I love how raw Dracula is, though. They're just like, Priscilla's like, I literally just got off drugs and came here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, mad props, though. Like, it's so raw that way because that's like real shit. But in the moment, you're just like, well, damn, what? <laughs> right. And then like with um, Landon having cancer twice. Oh, mm-hmm. oh I don't want to ruin that moment for you. But I cried in the, you know, Landon talks about having cancer, like coming back and in the finales but that was like i was legit like just bawling my eyes out because it was so sad oh my gosh but also you can just skip like the first like 20 to 30 minutes because it was so boring oh (laughs) lots of recaps ah okay gotcha i'll just get my kleenex ready it's like the bachelor where they're just like let's recap the entire season every episode yeah here's the makeout reel there was one part where they literally recapped the segment that just aired like prior to that one (laughs) i was like what wow (laughs) legit just watch this you don't have to recap (laughs) they're like use every second of that screen time (laughs) that's what happened it was real (laughs) um but yeah so so watch that but um but yeah bora was definitely my favorite i was really looking forward to seeing her the most uh yovska was good loved loved the uh performances from yovska was just a little bit more like out there like the performances mm-hmm. um but um but i thought it was really cool because i saw abora do something like i had never seen before and she started her first performance like outside of the bar so like somehow snuck around to the, like the entrance of the bar and like they were playing her music and she was sort of just performing like as if she was like encased, you know, basically Whoa. just like out there on the streets, people just like walking around behind her. <laughs> I know the clip looked cool. I like the concept. It was really neat. And then came in and finished the performance inside and like, Bora was very much like in the crowd, like just she tried to like climb on tables and like just all over, like hugging people, like falling on people. It was just so cool. Really cool. Uh, Sounds like an experience. The best. It really was. I was hoping for one of her stilts numbers, but I don't maybe the, the bar is not compatible for that (laughs) (laughs) they're like get down ho that's not in the insurance policy (laughs) it could be that for sure but (laughs) the uh, second performance was also really cool too she comes out in like this big like basically beanbag with like balloons filling up like to make her look really fat sort of Oh. And so then like at a point like she unzips it and then all like gets all the balloons out so there's like balloons everywhere and like takes off the suit and is just like you know bare chested with like a the Spanx on and I think that's so fun. Was like skateboarding in in her heels and was like stomping on the balloons in her heels and <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was everything. I loved Singapore. It was so good. That sounds like a really great show. I'm glad that she turned it up for Seattle. She That's did. Awesome. Yes, girl. So that was my week, basically. Um, yeah, and we, we got to congratulate Landon. So, yeah, I feel like we accomplished everything for the intro. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the recap. What do you think? Let's do it. Yeah. Start your engines, ladies. Honesty. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are back, back, back again this week to talk to you about episode 5 of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. 
Hola, we're we've arrived again. We're back. Hi. We made it. We're not dead yet. <laughs> yeah, I totally want to break up. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I'll see you in another life, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was a really good week at RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, before we get too into the recap, I will apologize because I am recording this at my parents' house in Florida, and I feel really self conscious about yelling. <laughs> You're doing just fine, Queen. Right. <laughs> Coming live from your closet, basically. <laughs> Sony's terrible. There's an alligator like outside the door guarding it. <laughs> I like it. How Khaleesi yeah, of you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so at the top of the show, something Wong has been eliminated. And now there are no queens of color in the competition. They're all gone. Get out, girl. They got yeah. out. Oh. <laughs> Alive, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Alive, we do hope. This isn't Dragula. <laughs> so at the top of the episode, they are discussing if there should have been two winners from the last week's challenge. And that is brought up by Cheryl. <laughs> yeah, the tea is spilled almost immediately she's like we're not sure if there should have been two yeah i feel that though because i don't think that baga's runway look deserve the win no i agree 110 percent. there's no way that baga should have also been a winner with that look yeah i feel that way too i, I just feel like baga was not deserving of the second win yeah and Blue Hydrangea also agrees with this assessment. So everyone's starting to get a little shady. And the Crystal asks who the biggest culprit of talking over Davina is. And Davina says, well, Baga and Viv. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without question, she kind of insinuated it that way. Well, of course, these two. Right. So now, basically, I feel like the tables are turning and, you know, the girls are coming from Baga and Viv since they're, like, all up on their high horse. Oh, yeah. The competition's starting to set in. So this is the point where the cracks start to show and people are really threatened by whoever for whatever reason. Everyone's looking out for their for themselves and watching their backs. Definitely. And um, Baga and... Uh, the Vivian are both like seemingly unbothered and they're like oh top two we're almost there also I think that um, I think that got her a lot of pushback online oh that just kind of cockiness about it yeah I saw the Vivian saying like oh if you have negative things just like don't at me when you say them like I'm enjoying to see I'm enjoying seeing all the positive things people are saying Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure she knows how she looks on television. So, you know, nice try, Vivian. I mean, this is part of what signing up for RuPaul's Drag Race is. The trash ass fans that watch. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, I feel for her, but it doesn't look good for her in this moment on the show. No, it really doesn't. But we will see how that all plays out very shortly so first up the mini challenge this week takes us to paris is burning yes Yes, finally yes the library is open i'm Ah. so excited 
I definitely freaked out and was like texting Jamal and Stoney when I was watching this yesterday. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's happening. We were afraid that it wasn't going to happen. We were like, where is it? Here it is, right on time. I'm so glad it did, though, because honestly, it was probably one of the best ones we've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> It was really funny, but like also like much more vulgar than like our snatch games are basically like you suck, you fucking piece of shit. Like go fuck (laughs) yourself and die. Oh, I know. They're just like right to the point. (laughs) And then they're all like, ha 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 ha. I was like, wow. (laughs) I know. I'm like really like this episode just makes me love them so much because they're all just like such like little bitches to each other but they like all love it like they're just like it's fine <laughs> yeah for sure i i also like blue that was wondering what a red boy was oh i know <laughs> completely clueless and then like her reaction of just being like oh that's totally cool <laughs> yeah i know it's like is she really a rent boy <laughs> like in the past how adorable i don't know well i thought they said red boy because she has red hair oh you thought r-e-d red yeah that's what i heard oh no i was definitely like rent boy hmm uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out um so i also thought that crystal was really funny like how she was like oh i can't do this <sighs> like you all suck <laughs> <laughs> I know that quick turn. I love that moment. It's like, oh, I could never. <laughs> and then shits. Flame on. <laughs> yeah, Crystal was really good. Bago was sort of funny, but didn't really stand out. Yeah, Bago's just like funny because it's Baga, so it's hard not to laugh when Baga's doing Baga. Yeah, I also loved Blue how like she's sort of like embracing this like like sassy shady like persona like it's all coming out now maybe she's mm-hmm. feeling more comfortable in the competition but i love like this side of her i think so too she's warming up for sure and you just see bits and bits more each episode so it's not like it's an oversaturation of this new persona or whatever you want to call it but it's just like oozing out more and more each episode and it's just enough each time Definitely. So there were some funny moments, but Crystal found herself in the winner's circle. So good job, girl. Woo! You did it, girl. Yes. So then we move on to the maxi challenge where they will be splitting up into two girl groups and writing their first and subsequently (laughs) their breakup hit. Breakup. Bye bye. (laughs) <laughs> yeah isn't it like um positioned as like a farewell performance yeah it's like <laughs> their breakup time like they're only going to perform it once and then they break up <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> that was a really funny like play on it like you know with the spice girls who broke up and other girl groups like uh fifth harmony yeah fifth harmony broke up shout out to normani i love her so much Yes. So, uh, because Crystal won the mini challenge, she gets to pick the groups. And for her group, she picks Cheryl and Vivian, who will be henceforth known as Filth Harmony. Yes, Filth Harmony. So into this name. Me too. That was really funny. And then 
that means blue hydrangea bag of chips and Di- Davina DeCampo are the frock destroyers. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> the frock destroyers, um, we couldn't figure out. Does this just mean like dress destroyer? I think so, yeah. They just slay okay. their, their looks. Oh, okay. okay. That, see, we're overthinking we it. We thought they of said frog we destroyers at first. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, like a frock. And then like at the beginning of their performance, they like destroyed their frocks. And they had these <laughs> badass outfits underneath. <laughs> yeah, okay. See, that makes sense. We were not on that wavelength. Yeah, definitely. So then they go into recording. And they are recording with producer... I'm going to butcher this, but his name is like... Yeah, there you go. Thank you for helping me because I was so stressed about saying that. (laughs) I got you. Emenike. Yes, girl. He is really cool, openly gay. I looked into him a little bit. Uh, The pretty dreads. I love like nice, clean dreads. Uh, I just love them. A little bit smitten with him, to be honest. <laughs> I was really feeling his like style. Yeah, he's very cute. Definitely. And I didn't know this, but I was looking this up and he's worked with like a lot of really big people. Mm-hmm. He's been around. I was familiar. Yeah, he's like written and produced with like Beyonce. He did hold up from Lemonade with her. Mm-hmm. And no. he's worked with Madonna and Christina Aguilera. Yeah, this queen's been working. I was definitely familiar when I heard the name. Hell yeah. He was really funny. I think he was a little bit nervous to work with the girls at first, but then like really got into <clears throat> it and he was really fun to watch. Yeah, the interactions are really cute, especially if he wasn't like really feeling someone's vocals or if he was getting into it it was just funny each each time definitely i really liked watching him a lot more than todrick to be honest Ooh, breath of fresh air especially because todrick is like canceled now i (laughs) enjoyed feeding him pizza and breadsticks every day to see his ass get even fatter (laughs) 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 oh some shady bitch All right. So, you know, in in the recording session, I think we were really surprised by Blue Hydrangea, Davina DeCampo with her whistle register and Cheryl Hole. Oh, yeah. Um, those three stood out for sure. Like full on Mariah Carey whistle tone moment from Miss Davina. I like the contrast, too, because you kind of got your like boy drag voice for the kind of hip hop kind of portion of the verse. And then you just switch into that high register i thought it was a cool contrast and way to showcase some skill hidden weapon for sure oh yeah for sure um in their choreo rehearsal it seems like crystal is struggling i don't know if it's because she wanted to be the leader or if she's just like not good at dancing (laughs) i feel like it's because she's not good at dancing yeah robotic yeah but she's skinny (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was her thing right (laughs) yeah that's what she brings to the table Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then in the other group Davina DeCampo takes the lead with choreo in her group and everyone seems to be doing just fine and as she states she is a better dancer than Cheryl Hole Ooh, yes and you know Davina's got it down choreography wise because you have to keep it simple and you have to kind of do moves that 
rely on your personality. So they're simple enough for you to keep up with, but you just have to bring <laughs> enough you to the movement where you can't go wrong and it looks good. And I think Davina helped the girls achieve this. Yeah, it really showed. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I don't know. I thought Davina did so awesome on the choreography because it was just, it fit the song perfectly. And like, I could honestly imagine like a girl group doing this like yes. in the 90s or some shit. <laughs> like, Yeah, absolutely. Even now, like, you know, it's still relevant. Like what the, the moves she was having them do and stuff like that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. So they all get back to the workroom after their rehearsals and there's a lot of tension between the two groups and they're feeling very competitive <laughs> and very oh, yeah. whippy, lots of back and forth. Oh yeah, you can the pressure of the competition is just here. It's arrived. You're doing the group performance challenges like you're getting close to the end, so everyone's feeling the heat. I love this moment because I don't know. There's just something about this cast now, especially at the final six. Like I love this cast. They're just, they fit so well together. And I love how they were just like shading each other, but they're like, <laughs> like totally not like, in a like, I don't know, like the U S version. Sometimes it gets so serious. Like they're just like, whatever. And bag is like, you stupid wanker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they'll like go in like the uh, what is the the shade room and they'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand what bag of chips was saying that I was bullied so hard in my life. And <laughs> yeah, but it was really funny. It was like a little bit uncomfortable to watch at some points, but I think they were really just trying to psych each other out. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I didn't think it was like uncomfortable to me. I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> especially blue hydrangea because she's just like the way that she, I don't know. I like love her now. She just is so shady and so cute. Like when she just like, I don't know, she'll like say these shady ass things and just like move on. But yeah, I really <laughs> like blue hydrangea. I've been like one of her like biggest like advocates throughout the beginning of the season when, um, some people weren't feeling her as much and so i'm happy she's getting her like moment (laughs) no blue has definitely grown on me like blue was one of those where you don't know if she's just gonna be kind of the young queen that just doesn't really take it seriously and i mean rupaul himself says don't take life too seriously but you know some of these young girls get in here and just completely clown around so you just didn't know what to expect And she's really come into her own so far in the show. So I'm excited to see what she brings throughout the remainder of the show. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see what a lot of the girls bring to the the rest of the competition too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good group. So it's the next day in the workroom and the girls are doing their makeup and they're talking about being bullied. And of course, you know, that's, common thing a lot of uh gay people and and everyone in the lgbt community experience as they grow up yes the large majority majority (laughs) and what i was really interested in was um when davina was talking about it because i think she's one of the older people on the cast and she was talking about section 28 that maggie thatcher put into place that doesn't allow Um, you know like any kind of talk of being homosexual in schools yeah that was a moment for sure just you know more stuff that we don't really think about I didn't really know about that until 
like this show obviously like but i didn't i didn't realize that that was a thing i knew that maggie thatcher was like an evil like politician over there i just didn't really like know that she was like that yeah we didn't know to what extent right and what a reaction we got from davina in the talking heads like Mm -hmm. she just got so emotional and it was just like a really it was a really real moment and it was lovely to see on television yeah you felt it for sure I just wanted to give her a hug. I know. Be like, it's okay. Everything's fine. But uh, it, how inspiring, though, to, like, see such a change in school, like, from when you were a student in school to being a teacher and seeing the students being what you wished they would have been when you were, a, a you know, a student there. So um, before we get too far into this i think that we should take a break and then we can come back and we can talk to you about the performances and then the runway it's more tea more tea yes girl oh the milk spoiled gross (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys we'll be right back hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, you guys, so let's get back into it. We are going to talk to you about the performances. And first up, we have Team Filth Harmony. What did you guys think? Oh, we. Um, meh. Very, very <laughs> meh. Yes. It just was, the energy wasn't there. Like, I think that these are, this is a group of confident queens, but as a group, they did not feel a shared confidence. Like, it just did not last past the first <laughs> yeah. 10 seconds. It just kind of went downhill from there. Not in a tragic way. It just kind of seems like they were disconnected, not lip syncing the whole time, just kind of flatlining, really. Yeah. Vivian was like, seemed very low energy to me. And she even had the pink wig on to try and pull focus. Yeah. And let me take back that last statement. Like they being everyone but Cheryl, like Cheryl was still giving us, you know, sass and stage and show. And energy, but you can only carry so much of the group. Right. Like, I definitely found myself paying really close attention to Cheryl for most of the time. I thought that she Mm -hmm. was giving lots of good face, lots of energy, and I was feeling it. Yeah, good job, Cheryl. Also, I thought that Crystal's look was, like, pretty bad. Like, (laughs) she should have done different hair. I don't know what that was. Like, if you're going to give me Savage pop girl princess like you need to serve savage pop girl princess and i didn't get any of that yeah she's giving me like sarah jessica parker from hocus pocus more like (laughs) once upon a mattress yeah oh damn that was the flattest hair i've ever seen (sighs) that was really bad crystal definitely had the roxy andrews verse too oh yeah yeah that's the best way to put that that was not good let's just move on (laughs) i think we understand our point yeah Let's talk about the one that was actually really good. (laughs) Yes. Next, we have Team Frock Destroyers. And I think that this group was much better. (laughs) Yes. I want a t-shirt. 
Ah, uh, this was so good. Like, this is honestly one of the better, like, drag race performances of all time, if I have to say so. The girls got along great. The energy was high. They all had, like, their personas, but they were still very much a group. It just worked. Like, they all came together, and they put on a really good show. The performance was overall very tight, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. I thought that Blue stood out as the... uh the main person in this group for me and um Davina was there (laughs) um (laughs) I mean she wasn't horrible but she was you know the uh crystal she she put together the whole routine so she was just busy letting making sure the other girls were shining well that just means she has no excuse for not doing well then uh see I don't think she was bad I think I don't either Baga and Blue were better much better but um i just think that davina she's not like i don't know she's more just like reserved so but she's I, the michelle okay but she brought it to the but table i thought she had cool moments yeah in there like i thought that her doing like the splits and stuff was fun and i thought like the fact that she did the choreography or like created the choreography like that was really good actually i thought like some of the better choreography it definitely was good like i don't mean to shit all over her like she did do a good job and she brought a lot to her team i don't think that her whistle tones like played well on tv like, it didn't stand out. Like, it just kind of blended in with what was already there. Well, I think it didn't blend well with the lip syncing part. Like, when she was doing it live, like, during the rehearsal, I thought it was, like, amazing. Yeah. But I think it just didn't translate well on the actual lip sync. Mm-hmm. Right. Because in the actual lip sync, it looks like she's just lip syncing to the track. Like, just music. Right. Yeah. Somebody made sure that they knew she did that. I don't know. I think there was some shade here, and I think it was RuPaul. Shade rattle. Yeah, girl. (laughs) Um, So let's move on to the runway. What did you guys think? Who stood out for you? Let's start with our tops of the week. Well, first of all, I just love this category because um, new listeners, Pretty Woman is one of my favorite movies of all time. So the <laughs> iconic scene with Miss Julia in that brown polka dot dress, uh, day at the races, just this is your chance to have a drag race moment. So I was actually really into Crystals. I thought it was different, a different approach, a little modern twist. Was it over the top? Like, no, but I thought it was like a neat take on the um, idea Vivian looked very polished, of course, but I was just, like, dying for Baga. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I have mixed feeling about Baga's look. I thought it was just, like, from the research that I've done, I can see what everyone means when they're saying, like, oh, this is British drag. So, like, I can appreciate the personality mixed with kind of a more classic look and a silhouette that would not be necessarily be received very well on the american drag race runway without that personality i don't know i appreciated it yeah see i've i mean i've been tough on baga with some of her looks but i actually like this one more than most of her others because i just thought it like matched her personality well i thought it like fit her body type well Mm -hmm. and she 
was creative with the way she did her hair and stuff. So I don't know. I just thought like, to me, this is one of her better looks. And she tried, you can tell there was some effort there at least. So I don't want to give the dog the entire bone, but I did enjoy this week. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was horrible. So let's start with that. Um, for me, <laughs> I, what was confusing to me was her, uh, like hat or headpiece. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like a hat, but it just sort of looked like a flower Afro to me, sort of. Yeah. I see. I think it was a styling thing. See, for me, it didn't really like stand out as something that was, um, intruding upon the look. I thought it just blended with what she was going for. Cause it, you can see the flower detail and the story behind it. I think that I just <clears> don't <throat> like when, <laughs> I think that I just don't like when bag of chips wears like yellows or like bronzes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very risky for a person of a paler shade to wear those tones, but I don't, it worked this week. It worked. All right. I'm going to, um, put this in as a soft toot for me (laughs) (laughs) that's you know who else looked cool was blue i like that approach as well oh yes i think that blue always is like you know giving us these really strong looks now i really enjoyed her look a lot like a glamorous chess piece this was yeah I, I liked it. I loved the performance aspect of it too, how she was just like <laughs> out there with like her or like her hands trying to do like the galloping or whatever. Yes. Definitely. But my favorite, my absolute favorite was Davina's look. It was a completely different approach on the category itself. Like it's you hear that category day at the races and you immediately think big church lady hats, like bring the drama. And I just appreciated this. It's like, oh, well, of course, there's jockeys there. And the heelless heel kind of giving you the hove illusion. I just thought it was very cool, like fashion centaur. I don't know. I was yeah. really into it. It reminded me of like, I loved it, but it reminded me of something like that Manila Luzon would have done. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. totally just went right into like whatever the category was and like went over the top and thought outside of the box. Yeah. Yes. And those shoes are not and easy to walk in. So mad props to her. No. That's right. Those are the shoes that like Lady Gaga wears and you're just like you're like, How is she doing this? Yeah, and dancing in that shit. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. Oof. That was a really strong look and maybe I don't know if it's my favorite because I really liked the her um, weird science look last week. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was like sh- very strong look. But yeah, this was definitely one of the top looks for me. Um, I think maybe moving on to more of the safe level, we could talk about the Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's definitely more safe. I I appreciated the classic silhouette, but it was definitely safe compared to other looks. It was definitely like Real Housewives of let's go to the race. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like this is what the the dumb bitch down the road would have like wore. <laughs> Real Housewives of Memphis. Yeah. Yeah, Real Housewives of I don't know. Kensington Palace. <laughs> Yeah, Kensington Palace. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I I liked her look. It definitely did like ring as um you know at the Derby, like Kentucky Derby sort of look. But it was just like so monotone. I think that it could have benefited from like a little bit of like a different color pop or something like that. I agree. There needed to be something in there to break it up a pinch. Maybe like the makeup because her makeup was very subdued too. Yeah, it was almost too blended, right? Yeah, and also speaking of, for me, 
what was safe i would say high safe would be cheryl hole oh yeah like okay is the ruffle giving me drama cheryl maybe a little bit but this is like the kentucky derby day at the races kind of vibe like polo match whatever y'all do over there with big hats bring the drama like make it a full length gown with sleeves and make every piece of it ruffled with the hat like bring it you can't just come out in a dancer's outfit with a headpiece on that's it just didn't work so that was just, yeah i don't know it how she just, escaped it felt weird to me because it was almost like the winning team like outdid them in both the runway and the girl group and then like it was just weird how it worked out that way because i felt like the looks on the other team were just so bad this week well that's what happens when you get too comfortable yeah, I personally, I understand the criticisms of Cheryl's look, so I don't want to invalidate what you're saying because I can see it, but I thought her dress was really nice, and to me, it did read like, you know, a day at the races. However, I think that it could have done with a little bit more, like maybe if she had worn some like long flowy necklaces with that then it would have maybe elevated the look a little bit yeah that's true maybe she could have got away with a couple little like minimal styling tweaks well and i i just think we're at the point now where when you're up against somebody like blue or davina it's hard to like do what cheryl is trying to do because it's just going to look basic compared to what blue and davina are doing yeah very true i think Mm -hmm. and also too not to keep bragging on baga but like i feel (laughs) like she just does the same runway every time like her as far as like her performance aspect i mean you're not wrong she does like i have been a critic of hers and she did a very similar thing this week i i liked the dress that she was wearing but she always just kind of goes out there and acts like half like she's like half drunk or something. Yeah. But see, it didn't work for us last week because it was the same bag of runway and that outfit was trash and that runway did not save her. So this week I was just really into it. So I don't think the look was bad. I, I stand by my comments, but yeah, I mean, she's given us a signature runway for sure. Yeah. I think that is what saved her. Cause her look was definitely better this week. Um, but yeah, it's just like, come out, open your mouth, like really wide, shocked look, step, 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 same look again, step, 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 <laughs> maybe do a kick, and then you just like walk around a little bit, <laughs> you leave. But before you leave, one more of the same look, and then you walk off. We but, have an emergency. Someone call Miss J. Alexander. But the problem is, though, it's like, I like watching her, so it's almost like, okay, yeah, it's annoying that she keeps doing it and getting away with it but every time she does it i'm like i love baga <laughs> i mean i'm I'm with you so that's like the thing is like as, it's like as annoying as it can be it's like well but i still like her yeah <laughs> so i guess take that for what it is <laughs> and i did want to a little bit touch on crystal's look because i thought that it was kind of like out there for the the derby look I think if she had not put the face Keeney on, that it would have been much more solid. I could see that, like maybe soften it up a little bit, maybe not be so too bold. I don't know, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, I think so. 
like when she walked out too, she also reminded me of uh, Monique Hart's cat look with that big hat. Yep. Oh. I said the same thing. I was like, oh, it's like Puss in Boots, but it's not Puss in Boots. Yeah, it's basically the same, but like the leotards are different, like colors. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate, I thought there was kind of like a Catwoman vibe to it. So that's why I liked it. Like I love just the sexy bodysuit moment. It's definitely more creative than like Cheryl and Vivian. Well, yeah. Like it's a cool, yeah, for sure. And it's um it's a cool kind of it's a cool concept and silhouette. And I think it's funny that you should mention that you got very like Catwoman vibes because I was also getting that same reference especially with how she put her makeup on and I'm talking yes. about the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. Yes. Yes, Queen. That's exactly right. Same. So I I know they kind of criticized her makeup from saying that it was like making her face grayed out or whatever, basically not popping enough. But I think it was just the way the lights hit it. It really like drowned her face out. Ooh, we both got that little um, Catwoman tingle. I bet you that was the reference for that makeup. I think so. I mean, it was flawless. Like when you see her like backstage and not under the runway lights, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we've kind of talked about everyone. So why don't we move on? Uh, So in Untucked, all of the girls are getting really emotional. You know, they are, um, you know, really the pressure is getting to them and especially to the Vivian. Oh, yeah. This is uncharted territory for the Vivian in this season of Drag Race UK, the inaugural season of Drag Race UK. Vivian's been very strong, very confident, very sure of herself this entire time until now because she knows she's had a shaky week and she knows she's in the bottom. So it's a lot to deal with in this moment. Definitely it is. And also I really feel bad for Crystal because every week where she's like obviously going to be in the bottom (laughs) too, no one can just (laughs) let her have her moment. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) They're just so rude to her. <laughs> she just gets trampled over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, you know, she's had lots of high moments in this competition. I mean, of course she was going to win Paris's Burning. She's got such a sharp tongue. Oh, yeah. No, she's had her moments. But damn, let a bitch speak. Yeah, 100%. I was like, God damn it, Cheryl. This is like the second time, like, this season. I know. And, like, Cheryl, it's like, you want to scream? She doesn't even go here. It's like, girl, stop. You're fine. Yeah. I think she tweeted on Twitter that she was, like, wasted. So I think that's why she just wasn't, like, aware of what was going on around her. (laughs) Well, thanks, Cheryl. That helps. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't think she's doing it intentionally, but it definitely comes (laughs) off the wrong way. Yeah. Could totally see that. Just like your drunk friend. It's like, girl, why are you crying now? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, something that I thought was interesting before we get to the end of the episode is I really thought that it was nice and strategic the way Crystal separated Baga and the Vivian. Yeah, I caught that tea, too. Because they kind of are like, you know, you know, Bonnie and Clyde over there. And, you know, I think that it was like when they were picking him, I was like, Oh my God, is she going to separate those two? She should. And then she did. I was like, this is going to be so good. And then you see like the, you know, Baga being more normal and the Vivian was like kind of calming down. And I thought like seeing that different side of those girls were really nice and sweet. Yeah. That. And you kind of saw like Vivian kind of needed that um, bond with Baga to kind of keep doing well and propelling her upward because it seems like once they were separated, 
the Vivian kind of just like what's the word? Flounder. Fell. Flounder. Yeah. Yes. What's that word? Yes. Feet up where they walk. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> queen. I mean, I think Baga has something about her too that makes people better around her. I don't know. She brings out the best. Kind of saw that with Snatch Game. Like she made like Donald Trump more funny. So yeah, I know. I I think that the top, you know, three or four, however they do it, is going to be really interesting. Because as much as it's like I don't want it to be the Vivian and Baga, but like also they deserve it. So I don't know. I I don't know. I feel like the top is going to be really solid no matter what though. Because this top, like five now, is like. They're all really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if it is like Davina, Baga, and Vivian, I think like they deserve it, but it's kind of just predictable. Well, it's tough also to just, it's tough when you have a season like this where people are just very strong and you just know what the T is from the beginning. Like an Evie oddly, like you just know that person's going to get to the final and they might just win. And that's what we've got here. So keep in mind, listeners, like, you know, love or hate these um, drag race ladies this season, but look for the growth. We saw a very human side of the Vivian this episode, so maybe we'll see a softer side of her in the episodes coming forward. You know, give the queens a chance and realize that this is a lot for them in the situation. You know, going through it, I couldn't imagine going through it, so... Love who you love, hate who you hate, but try to see all of it right? for what it is. I just really want Blue to be in the top. <laughs> I think Blue can get there if she just keeps her focus. I think she could, too. Like, I could totally see Cheryl going next, then Davina, then it's the top three that I would like. <laughs> but I also love Davina, you... so I don't know. Yeah, I, I would like to see Davina in the top. I think she can get there, too, if she stays out of her way. Definitely. All right. So let's finish this one up. So obviously Team Frock Destroyers won the competition, and that got all three members a repeater badge. Yeah, for the first time in Drag Race history, right? The entire group were the winners. Yes, and my homegirl Blue got her first repeater badge. Welcome to the club, you pre-poodle. Yes. Now Baga has like three, right? Yeah, and Vivian too, I think has three. Oh, no, no, no. Just Baga. Sorry. Bling, bling. Oopsies. So then the bottom two are crystal and the vivian a little bit of a shock you know to see vivian in the bottom two i know but we saw it coming unfortunately like cheryl slayed in the group she was the beyonce in that group so well deserved she was safe so yeah we saw this one coming yes and then they lip sync to power by little mix i like this song yeah you liked it yeah naomi smalls has a lot of little mix songs I thought it was like a really good, like upbeat song, like a good song to perform. And I think they both killed yeah. it. Yeah. Super high energy and fun. I love it. Although that. it was a little bit weird to see the Vivian lip syncing that song in her like, <laughs> like that church fest <laughs> outfit. <laughs> yeah. It was very odd. Yeah. She still slayed it though. Um, also like mad props to Crystal for taking off the hat and then, waving her hair directly into her face and being unable to escape from her hair trap. (laughs) Yeah. Ouch. She got lost in the labyrinth. Should have left it all girl. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd like to keep it on, please. Yes, you may. <laughs> <laughs> so then we find out that the Vivian is going to stay for another week, which means that Crystal will not be seeing you next week. Gone too soon. I was not expecting this, but uh, she did not bring the heat this week. So you got to stay ready in Drag Race. I know. I was kind of bummed about Crystal, to be honest, because I wasn't sure about her initially. But then at the beginning of the season, I thought she was going to be a really strong point in the competition. But then I think the, I think she just kind of like fell off at some point, And I don't know. I was a little bit disappointed. I was too. I felt like I didn't get to see as much, but you know, maybe we'll see some more post drag race. Of course, I'm sure we will, but it would have been nice to see it this go round on, on TV on the first season of drag race UK. Yeah. I, I did see some performance videos of crystal from the last week, dangling <laughs> upside down, shooting sparks into the air. So it was lovely. <laughs> She's doing great performances still. Uh, well, maybe if we see her on an all-star, she won't be so shy. I know. Well, I feel like we've covered it this week. Um, we are, you know, trying to keep it a little bit shorter because Jamal's in charge this week and we're trying to be nice. Oh, so sweet. I've got some time, though. <laughs> Good. Maybe you guys can uh, eat some Skittles to keep your energy level up. Hell no. Yeah, no more sugar. More. I'm about to crash over here. <laughs> I, no more sugar. There was one point, maybe like five or ten minutes ago, I thought Stoney was crying because he couldn't eat his Skittles. <laughs> I know. I'm just like staring at them like... Yeah. Well, let's end this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before he starts Mariah Carey wall sliding. Yeah. <laughs> Stoney needs to eat his skittles, so let's move on to something sexier. Trade, 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 trade. Hola, mis amores, and welcome back to trade. Hey, trade. Do you want to see the trades cuckoos? I love Trade Cuckoo. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to tell us about their Trades Cuckoo first? Um, I'll go first this time. Stanny's turn. Yes. So, so my trade this week, their um, Instagram is, well, his, we'll just post it in the show notes. I'm not going to butcher it. But his first name is Bernardo. Ooh. And... De la Los Bos. <laughs> Um, anyway, I think he plays what they call football, like that's football what we call it soccer. Yes, football. <laughs> um, but he lives in Brazil, I believe, and he always posts like cute pictures with like animals and dogs and things. That's just dangerous. Look at that. That's well. And he's also like really hot, so there's that. Yeah, so always like a positive. Cute. So yeah. there's like dogs and him. It's oh my gosh, he's just cuddling dogs shirtless. What else could you want? Oh my gosh, I want to be the dog. So there's really, not much more else you would want, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> best of both worlds, girl. This is some Hannah Montana shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me angel yeah oh, and this girl. dog has a birthday hat oh that's adorable stop <clears throat> wow Ooh, a waterfall 
in a speedo even better <laughs> very cool i like your trade nice girl pick. thanks nice what about you jamal tell us about your trades cuckoo so my trades cuckoo <laughs> <laughs> uh he's a um engineer banker digital marketer per his um instagram profile so you got some um, everyday trade here, but he's very <laughs> cute, flavorful gentleman, nice beard. Yes. Um, you know, I like a little body hair, so it's actually minimal compared to what I usually go for, but it's fun. Oh, wow. Both of you guys' trades are from Rio, Brazil. Yeah, I noticed that. Brazil in the house. Shout I mean, out. Brazilian man, you just can't go wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, knowing Stoney, like, they're probably boyfriends or something. <laughs> yeah. I know. He posts really good um, Instagram pictures. It looks like he might do some um, DJing. I don't know if that's SoundCloud DJing, so don't come for me. <laughs> that's his hobby. But um, it also looks like he can dance, so that's a plus. Yes, girl. His name is Piero from brazil and he's 29 years old hey so you guys should all go check out pierre he's looking like a nice little furry treat yeah look at those lips Mm. 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 how about you seth well my trade um i'm not sure exactly where he's from originally his name is timothy colinier and he is from well, he's, I don't know where he's from, but he's currently located in Saigon in, um, v- uh, not sorry, not Vietnam, Thailand. Okay. And uh, he looks to be attached to a modeling agency located out of Vietnam. <laughs> nice. All right. But he sort of has, um, I kind of want to say like a German look to him, like very European look to him. Yes, I can see it. Yeah totally chiseled and pouty yes girl it says that he is an athlete and a dancer and um is a fashion model he is super handsome he has lots of hair like his like head is just like i'm so jealous like i could just use a little bit of that yeah just shave a little off for yourself yeah you just glue it right back on some (laughs) right back here yep (laughs) get that weave girl get that weave in there (laughs) yes definitely very attractive there's lots of abs going on here lots of hair um lots of shirtless a lot of kale yeah lots of kale for sure maybe some dandelion uh root (laughs) and um sage or whatever (laughs) i don't know lots of green leaves (laughs) green juice the green juice yeah some celery maybe but yeah, so uh, so Timothy, very cute. We approve. We we like your cuckoo, and <laughs> <laughs> that's my trade. That's going on a t-shirt. You heard it here first. We like your cuckoo. Yeah, girl. <laughs> five out of five cuckoos for Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh. it. All right, you guys. Well, it's been another lovely week. Thanks for coming. The most magically gay podcast. Before we head out of here, I wanted to thank Jamal again, mostly Jamal, but also Stoney for editing uh, the podcast this week because I'm going on vacation and um, life's just real busy 
and I appreciate you. Of course. Happy to step in. I will try not to make it sound like trash. I'm sure that it will sound <laughs> just as trashy as it always does. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we uh, look forward to seeing you next week. Feel free to comment, uh, leave a review, leave, uh, tell your friend about it. Don't leave listening. And until next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Adios, <laughs> muchachos. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Edit that out, bitch. <laughs> no, uh, I like that. <laughs>